Welcome to this week's episode of Soccer Neophytes Podcast. Arsenal and United keep rolling. Brentford and Fulham keep surprising. West Ham and Southie keep sucking. And what will our neophyte Kyle have to say? How's it going? Oh, what's up, man? Dude, we brought the new neophyte in, and Andrew's like, F it, I'm out. It was a perfect plan yeah. that's come to full fruition. <laughs> yeah, isn't there, isn't there another guy? My best friend or whatever? Yeah, the other the other neophyte. Uh, he broke up with his girlfriend this week and is now on that a... Was like... What's that? That was like two weeks ago. He's been single. No, that was that was he broke up with her like three days ago. He just told us about it a week ago. Uh, <laughs> we knew before she did. I wonder if she's still listening to the podcast. Um, probably not. Maybe that would reveal. Not like, yeah, that would reveal like a true depth of psychosis if she's still listening to the podcast to try and get insights into her ex boyfriend. Well, we're not giving any. But maybe she, she sounds like she became a fan of soccer along the way. So maybe she's listening for the, the, the football content. All right. Well, let's jump straight to it. Kyle, I just have to tell you, my buddy Stu, who we bring up quite a bit on here, he's kind of my, my link to, to soccer in the UK. Um, we've become friends over, over the last few years. And he wrote me, he's just like, this is amazing. I am so... <laughs> He's like, I'm so excited to hear what Kyle has to say. He's like, this would be like me uh, doing a podcast about hockey and probably like any of us doing a podcast about cricket or something like that. Just totally blind. Don't know any of the names. Don't know what's happening. So I don't know hockey either. That'd be the same, same, same content. Yep. Well, so you watched Brentford Liverpool, which was today. Um, yeah. You took notes, you said. So, uh, I mean, opened up my iPhone app and I just typed in my what was going on in my head at that time as I was watching as much as I watched. So, the random notes, I might not even state everything that I wrote because may not be really worth the talk, but I it might just, be, I, though. I kind of want to. This is what I'm here my for. Thoughts. I've waited five years for this. <laughs> uh, I had it on my laptop. I was kind of annoyed that there was three bowl games. Well, first off, three bowl games at the same time is dumb, 11 a.m. So, but those are more important to me than soccer. So the first half I had three tabs up on my laptop, one being soccer, two being the bowl games, and one bowl game on my TV. I had the soccer volume on the first half. Um, second half, it kind of just switched on and off because whatever. Um, but... I love college football, so trying to like divert my attention to a, a random ass soccer game with like bowl games on was really difficult. Now, if it was just soccer on with no bowl games, probably easier to focus. I probably would put it on my TV instead of my laptop. But Chris knows about rankings of TV, of where games land on in your house on your screens. <laughs> um, so I kind of hold on. I gotta move my screen around um, to start off with. I'm on my thing. Mom, meatloaf. Um, <laughs> I uh, mom, stop it. When I first stop turned it. the game on, they were like, you know, it, lined up on the field or whatever. I'm like, I don't know which team is which. <laughs> I literally, my first, first notes are, I don't, I don't know which team is which. <laughs> <laughs> well, and what's funny about that is Liverpool was wearing uh, a non-traditional. <laughs> Sweet uniforms, but a non-traditional purple black with red is what'd you say? So it's just a non-traditional color of kit. So uh it would be hard to know. They should be red, and so that should be easy to notice, but uh they weren't. So that makes it a lot harder to to dif- differentiate between the teams. The charcoal charcoal black with a red whatever for Liverpool is pretty nice. I like that. Um, Chris, you'll like this. <clears throat> I'm like, well, I, did, I had to pick a team to cheer for. How long did uh, hold on? How long did it take you to de- determine which team was which? Uh, 
well, once they started playing, I kind of figured it out when they the scoreboard had red for <laughs> for Brentford and black for Liverpool. I kind of figured at that point, matching the jerseys, since most sports do the same thing. Come here. Uh, all right. Um, so I, I before the game started, I wanted to cheer for Brentford because the name Liverpool doesn't sound very tough to me. <laughs> so I wanted to go for Brentford until I saw their uniforms. It looks like Indiana Hoosiers candy cane stripes. And I don't like Indiana Hoosiers. So I immediately cheered for Liverpool based off that only. Because <laughs> Indiana Hoosiers have the same uh, candy cane stripes for their warmups. And I hate that. It's so dumb. And so I thought that's what they're reminding me of. So I'm, I'm not cheering for that team. So that's why I picked the team I picked. Great. <laughs> Dude, I want free flow of thoughts. There's nothing wrong with what you're saying. This is amazing. Literally. And then, but Liverpool's jerseys were cool though. Like I said, that charcoal, like the red, was pretty sweet. So, jersey wise, I made out well. But I wanted to go for Brentford because the name sounded better until I saw the candy cane stripes and Indiana Hoosiers. That's why I picked my team. Um, My next thought is these are legit thoughts. This has nothing to do with the game. But I noticed that a yellow soccer ball, and I was like, "How do they decide what color soccer balls they use during the game?" Because <laughs> like softball is like green, not white. Yeah, softball is green. Do they have like orange balls sometimes? There's always yellow. Did it go white? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, they have a winter soccer ball. So this ball, all the teams will use this color for and this exact style ball all through the winter. And I, I actually don't even know when the the demarcation. I don't know if it's March or whatever, but because sometimes there's snow on the ground. And so they want something that you can differentiate. Then March at some point, uh, I'm assuming they'll switch the ball back to the ball that they started the season with. That'll be usually white or white off white with designs and stuff on it. So there you go. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, my next thought trumps an earlier thought. Just realized I have no idea who the home team is. I figured that out eventually when, um, Brentford scored, it went crazy. So realized they were at home. So my note says, just realized I have no idea who's the home team and where this game is being played. Hmm. I kind of figured that out as the game went on. <laughs> so that that is something that that makes uh, soccer unique is they list the home team first. Where? So if you notice on the scoreboard, Brentford was on the left, Liverpool is on the right. Yeah. So it's opposite of the way we do sports here. Um, oh. And then Brentford is a team in London. So uh, they're, they're a London-based team. Interesting. Okay. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I feel like all soccer coaches look the same. <laughs> like they're just cut and paste. Like they'd be like, in the, like if you played a video game, they pan over to the soccer coach in FIFA, whatever EA Sports made it look like. <laughs> all they're all going the same. And you, real life is the same. Like they just, it's just the guy with a coat and it's kind of this long hair and kind of older. I don't know. They always look the same to me. I don't know. Just, that's just my thought. <laughs> you know, you know, what's funny, Cal, is you actually missed a spirited episode earlier in this year in which I ranked all the coaches and their ability to fights just based on their looks. I feel like, like you a, would have been a great contributor at that point. <laughs> a Royal Rumble style <laughs> manager battle. If you ever want to circle that back and maybe use players instead of coaches, I'll join in. Okay. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, um, it's funny because both of those managers are German. So I don't know. I mean, not that all Germans look the same, but they, they, are, they are both German managers. Um, maybe that's why I, I thought that. I have no I idea. Do, I do think, though, if someone were to just watch uh, college football, Hey, I feel like all these guys are just walking around in sweatpants with the gut hanging out over their out over their their waist, and like college football coaches all look the same in some way. Feels like you're not wrong. You're not completely wrong unless you're talking about unless you like Cliff Kingsbury or uh, USC's coach, or whatever. But for the most part, unless you got some Manginos and some uh, Belimas, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um. Here's the you'll love this thought. Uh, I am honestly bored. I'm glad there's football on. <laughs> <laughs> Is Were that you when watched- you texted me? How the hell do you watch this shit? <laughs> that was when you texted me that. Okay. <laughs> I text Chris. I'm like, how do you get into this? Shit? 
I'm honestly bored. I'm glad there's football on. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> I thought at the exact moment. Were you now, watching it when the goal was scored? The first one, at least. I saw. Yeah, no, I saw the first. It was two zip, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I saw the first two. Then it was two to one. And um, then I saw Liverpool score. And I kept waiting for the scoreboard to change to two to two. And I was kind of like watching football and soccer. I kept looking back and I was like, wait a second. I thought it was two to two. And Chris was like, dude, there's been like three goals that they just allowed. I'm like, oh, I remember like one of them. <laughs> I kept seeing his goal, goal score and the scoreboard didn't change. And I kind of like would lose interest for a minute and then forget about what had happened and realize they never put the points on. So I don't even know that it happened three times. <laughs> yeah. I did see the first two goals. I saw the first three for sure. Yeah. And I saw the one to make it three to one. And I was like, oh, that's a wrap. Um, what else did I what else did I think about? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah my I kind of about- I, I wish that there wasn't college football on for you because that was actually like a pretty wild game today. Yeah. Like a lot of disallowed goals, a lot of goals in general. So maybe if we could have had you focus a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, no, I you're not wrong. And it, you, <laughs> you're fair in saying that you picked a pretty wild game to start out with for me. Um. But, yeah, clearly I was not going to not have the bowl games on. So those are done. As long as I watch a game with no other games on that I care about, I'll give it my full attention. But um, in my notes, I called them Brentwood the entire time. Brentford, apparently. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I just realized I have Brentwood typed all throughout my thing. I don't know how. Um, Apparently Brentwood had a goal reverse, wasn't paying attention. Um, Brentford with an asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) We'll play a game later. Once you get a little better, like better versed of all the teams, we'll play a game later that we we used to play back in the day with Chris called which team is real. And I'll just, I'll, I'll find a team from like the lower divisions and then make up a team name. And you'll have to pick which one of the teams is is a real team. I'll be perfect for that because for the most part, I'm not going to have a clue. It's very, like, but I will probably be terrible at that game. And that would be wonderful for your, for your viewers. <laughs> um, next note, this is getting ugly. That must've been when it's three to one. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, next note, the fact that I have to have the volume on with this with three cultural games on is digging at me. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to end up hating soccer more. Well, I, already... <laughs> I know, but I'm saying but you're going to, you're going to watch like whatever, 20 weeks of soccer. And at the end, you're going to be like, I hate this sport so much more now that you've made me watch 20 weeks of it. I don't know that I'll hate it more. I think I'll come out of it. I don't think, I mean, I could be wrong. I don't think I'm going to come out of this loving soccer, but at least I'll come out of this not feeling like a, like a mom fan, like, you know, doesn't know anything. Yeah. Which I don't. Um, so I don't know that I'll fall in love with it, but who knows? I was I told my one of my buddies I was doing this. He's like, oh yeah, that, that's the more you watch, the more you fall in love with it. I'm like, yeah, well, we'll see. Um finally halftime. Having a hard time understanding why people get into this. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing, like I told I I've said this before, but like the US men's world cup. I love watching that because I don't know. It's my country. It's once every four years. Women's, even though I don't love women's sports, I'm not sexist, but it's just boring. I'll get into that too. But just like, I don't know, just, just random soccer leagues. It's hard to get behind it with like the same gusts that I do in my, my teams or whatever. But maybe it'll change. But I was having a, I, I had a hard time through the first half. <laughs> Just like focusing on some random team that I don't care about and trying to cheer for them. Totally. Uh, let's see. Completely missed Liverpool's first goal watching football. Go pool. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't see this. I, I didn't see that one. I just saw the scoreboard is two to one. That's right. I did miss that one. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the first two goals. But I didn't even see my own team's first goal. I don't know what I was doing watching one of my screens, but I missed that. Um, Oh, yeah, this is great. Do these teams have mascots? (laughs) That's a great thought. 
They're just like Shakira. <laughs> Beyonce. Like, do they have like some teams? What? Some teams do. That makes no sense. But most teams don't. They're just named after the city or the place in the city that they're in. And then, but they'll have nicknames that are related that are kind of like a mascot. So Brentford, they're the bees. I don't know the why. What? The bees. Like bumble like bumblebees? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So they're the bees. And Liverpool is really like the red reds. I mean, I don't know if they the have reds, reds because of their color. Okay. Um well, I think the Cincinnati Reds are probably for the same reason too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bees? See, I should have cheered for Brentford. I I got all of my Indiana Hoosier hate when I saw those candy canes. I want to go because their name, and then they got the Bees. That's a cool name. Yeah, I have to switch my Liverpool allegiance. <laughs> you got a long season to go. You know what you guys could do if you want? You could give me a list of all the teams that don't have nicknames. I could I could come up with mascots for each of the teams because I feel like. I I feel like they need mascots. That's kind of lame not to have mascots. All right. Each week, if a team if a team doesn't have a mascot, we will let you know. Yeah. And while you're watching the match, you got to yeah. be thinking about what, what their mascot name should be. Yeah, fair enough. The other thing, though, is they don't get called. It's not like the San Francisco 49ers at Detroit Lions. They're not called the Brentford Bees. Like, no one calls them the Brentford Bees. That's just like an alternative name just they're the bees I, I mean it's it's just different it's different yeah, so I, should, I, I should i should be go against the flow and call them the brentford bees then yes. you good it'll help you remember them it will that, that's one of the better mascot names i've heard in a while there's no bees it's great it's true there's hornets are there lots of bees in london I have, no, I have no idea why they're called the bees. I mean, there's no, there's no jazz in Salt Lake City. We know that's why their name is what it is, but come on now. <laughs> I uh, do have some, some good news for you, Kyle. I was doing some research while you're giving us your random thoughts. Um, Brentwood is an actual football club <laughs> based out of Brentwood, Essex, England. Uh, currently members of the Isthmian League North Division. So you could always be a Brentwood fan. What's their you know, mascot? I, uh, they're the Brentwood Blues. I think they're the bees. <laughs> this is Brentwood, not, not Brentford. Oh God! <laughs> Are they, is that, that they're not in the Premier League either? It's a different league, huh? They they would be like the the league. That, yeah, they would be like the three of us putting together a team of friends and playing like in an adult softball league, except for soccer. They're like a single A. They're like a single A uh, baseball club, basically. Well, they're my favorite yeah. single A team. The Brentwood Blues. Yeah, that's my favorite single A team. <laughs> Chris, that's a great analogy. Us three playing our friends together making the team. You mean, uh, you mean Nate and Brandon. There we go. Do it. You should. We should guess Brandon or something. That'd be fun. That'd be funny. <laughs> just one. Just one time. Halfway through the year, I bring my guest on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's not your show, but here's my guest. <laughs> sub guest. Yes, yeah, sub guest. Um, let's see. Digging Liverpool's uniforms, colors, gear, etc. I did say that. I was peeping the gear on the sideline. It's just. A nice look, whatever it was today. I don't know. I liked it. Good uniforms. Um, like soccer uniforms are so full of ads. Yeah. Liverpool, and Liverpool's, Liverpool's looked cleaner. I don't know. Maybe because the ads were, I didn't really pay that much attention. Maybe the ads were in the same red stitching and they blended in with whatever else was on the jersey. I don't know. It looked clean. Some jerseys just look like a like an outfield wall in a Dominican baseball league. I don't want to burst your bubble, but th those kits are actually green. They're green. Yeah, I'm show for our listeners. I'm showing him a picture of the of the kit. It's, it's actually like a dark green and huh. red. It for sure looks black, especially during that game today. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll give you that. But well, yeah, that, it's like I'm, a, I'm, a dark yeah, forest but, green. I'm completely off Liverpool, then. I'm, that was way off. You're Brent, Brent, back to Brentford, Brentford Bees. Brentford so far, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, here's one. <clears throat> Quick thought. Usually I have players I hate in all the sports that I watch, but so far none of that has occurred. And as I speak, Brentford wraps this shit up. LeBron look like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. LeBron looked like with the LeBron celebration post score. I can dig that. <laughs> Just. Who's the LeBron lookalike? The guy who scored? No, the guy for Brentford that scored the third goal was bald. Was bald with the LeBron beard, and he scored that third goal and did the LeBron like crush over his knee celebration. I'm like, that is, I'm digging that. Brian Mbueno. Mbueno. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I. Oh, yeah, dude. I've he, he never, the LeBron. <laughs> I mean, it's a. It's a bit of a stretch, but I, I can, I can like, see. But in the moment, in the moment where he was, he was moving quickly across my screen, I saw a bald beard, and he did the LeBron. I was like, "All right." He's he does have a lot of similarities to LeBron, depending on which picture of him you're looking at. I'll say he's a good, solid love child of LeBron and Jared Dudley. <laughs> I need to see him. I need to see a picture of him again because. Once I when 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 they slowed down on his face, I kind of took back my comment in my head about his lookalike, more so resemblance. When he was moving across the screen doing his little celebration, I saw LeBron. Um, but now I need to see a picture of him again because I love Love Childs. His eyes are not LeBron at all, but no, but, but the, like no, I, could, I mean nose the, down, you could get there. You could get there. His eyes are too sleepy. <laughs> he's got kind of those. He's got kind of sleepy eyes. I would you say gotta, that's uh, a LeBron. That's not that's not bad. That's a LeBron. That's a good I'm showing LeBron. pictures of what I say is LeBron. And then here's the some... Jared, Jared Dudley LeBron love child. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Chris, a little bit closer. Uh LeBron and um or somebody else. I'll, I'll have to think about it. Tyson Chandler's in there too. That's uh, be LeBron that. Tyson Chandler. For our British listeners, you, I'm sure you've certainly heard of LeBron James, but now we're dropping some deep cuts from the NBA. Uh, Check out that. Watch the um, watch the celebration. I will. Yeah, I like I like seeing that that integrated in. I don't even like LeBron, but that was cool. Like, yeah, I like that. That was that was a. <clears throat> I can relate. To watching, we like celebrations on this pod. We do. Oh, I love celebrations. I'm all about celebration. There's never enough. Flags for that penalties for such are lame. Um, here's a note. It's not in my notes. I just thought of it. So uh, obviously in the World Cup, a final you can't tie. So there's going to be a yeah. few. Does this league have? To, is there? This could be. A, this is a completely mom question. I have no idea. I think yeah. I know the answer, but but there's ties, right? Yes. I hate ties, and they're actually called draws. Why? Well, yeah. Actually, I didn't know that, but uh, regardless, I want a winner. Totally. I mean, that's that even NFL pushes out and does it after overtime sometimes too. Yep. Like if there's no winner or loser, why the hell are we playing? Well, you're What's gonna it? love the Premier League playoff system, Kyle. Totally. We'll save it though. We'll, we say, we'll save it. We'll, we'll go over that later. Once we get closer to the playoffs. One of the playoffs. We're gonna save we'll, it. We'll save it. <laughs> like what month of the playoffs? I know. We'll save it. We'll we'll let you know later, as we what, get closer. No, I don't. That's that's fine. But what month of the of the year are they in? We'll so let you know. I want to play my other sports around it. We're not gonna answer that question. You'll be fine. Let's just tell you, you'll be fine. All right. The, the season ends at what? May? End of May? End of May. That's all you had to say. Good. I got you. I got there you. Go. Get the start around that time, anyways. Yeah, there's not a lot going on. And if the suns keep sucking the way they are, you're going to love soccer. Oh, they're terrible right now. What in the world? Another subject, another time. Gosh, they're so bad right now. The Knicks? Ugh, anyways. Um, All right, so Kyle, I think you should rate your overall first viewing experience. Like, give it a scale of 1 to 10. Perfect, because my last three notes, I'm just rambling. And I've kind of just touched on anyways what I've talked about. So, um. <clears throat> What do I do? One through ten on what? My my yeah, enjoyment. Your experience? overall experience. 
Well, the fact that I wasn't doing this on my own without the podcast, like knowing that I was going to take goofy ass notes to talk about tonight made it a little more fun in my mind. You know, if I was going to just watch this game and never talk about it again, probably a zero. (laughs) (laughs) But knowing that, like, I was taking these notes that I thought were comedic because I knew you guys didn't think they were comedic just because I'm so ignorant to the sport. Um, I would say, see, if there was no college football, I would have probably said, like, man four or five okay we'll take it really i'm like i really wanted to not have to hear these guys with accents talk about soccer when i want to watch football here's Uh, so i'll be honest with you kyle you know you know one thing you're gonna love about this is the commentators are so good they are they're they're not only good at calling the game but they're just ruthless. They they don't hold back opinions. They don't like they will call players out during the the matches, and it's awesome. You'll like that aspect of it. Good, good. And I'm sure when I watch games with less distractions, I'll be able to like catch on to those things more. So yeah, one thing I'd love for you to do is listen for weird shit that they say. So if you're like, "What in the hell term is this?" Like, I would love to know. Like, when you hear something like, "Dude, he said this," and I'm not even sure I understood it correctly, but it sounded like he said this. I would love to. I'd love to hear those things. <laughs> no, that's 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 a good idea. I'll make sure next time I watch it, I'll keep extra attention on. But there's, I'm sure I'll catch stuff that I have no idea what it means. Absolutely. I was telling my uh, brother-in-law today that I'm doing this, and he's like, well, do you know the rules? I'm like, eh, I mean, yeah. But do you know all sides? <laughs> and isn't it like the same as hockey? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, it's exactly the same. I'm like, all right, then I kind of get it. Then. You can't use your hands. I understand. <laughs> um, but honestly, it was, I, I didn't mind today as much just for the simple fact that i knew that we were going to get some bullshit about it tonight in chat yeah well and once you get to watch it once you get to watch a match undistracted then you'll be able to have actually a better sense of how boring it is or how good it is probably i mean i was pretty bored yeah but at the same time it wasn't like it was a one nothing match the end you know for two hours at least it was like two zero two to one yeah and a lot of shots on goal and um, multiple goals disallowed or whatever. I don't even know why they're disallowed. I have no clue. I don't know what happened. All right. And then, so my final question for you, for your first ever viewing experience, if you had to pick who you thought was just a more dominant team between these two, Brentford and Liverpool, which would you think is the more dominant team? I feel like I'm supposed to say Liverpool's. I feel like they were supposed to win, but I feel like Brentwood took it to him the entire game. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Brentwood wanted it. Brentford, sorry. I feel like Brentford wanted it more. I mean, maybe Liverpool's overall better, but not today at least. Yeah, so this this might come as a surprise, but Liverpool is one of the biggest, most successful clubs in the world. Um they are uh they have a massive following and they have a huge payroll and a very deep roster of very good players and they got their ass handed to them today so they're the lakers <laughs> well this year <laughs> this year yeah yeah i uh i saw my, my the same brother-in-law I, what i was doing whatever and he's like what, what match are you watching i go oh uh brentford and liverpool he's like oh yeah one of my best buddies he's a big liverpool fan i'm like people actually are fans of these things it's crazy yep a lot of them. It's true. I've heard of Liverpool. I've heard of Liverpool just as a yeah person, but I've never heard of Brentford. I called him Brentwood. Clearly, I don't know who they are. <laughs> Brentwood Mac. Well, let's move on through some of the other stuff over the last couple of weeks. Uh, I do want to touch on Liverpool. They can't score. I don't know. Like they they've got major problems. Um, it's it's a mess. I really thought coming out of the World Cup break, Mo Salah would have his groove back, and we'd uh, we'd see Liverpool fa- uh, firing uh, on all cylinders. But that is not the case. 
Um, so that's problematic for them. Uh, the fact that they won their last match, Kyle, you're going to, you'll probably hate this, but it's a bizarre thing that happened. Liverpool won earlier in the week because the player on the opposite team scored two own goals. Two? Two. Same guy? Same guy. And his name is Woot Woot Face. His name is Woot Face. (laughs) We got kicked in the face. I think he's Belgian. But, uh, yeah, he had a near own goal hat trick. Did his his country execute him? No, he's from from Europe. He ran, would have. So, yeah, so Liverpool's only scored one goal in their last two matches even though they got a a victory last week. So Liverpool is clearly in trouble and the world cup break did not help them. Like, how do you own? That's wild. You know, a fire of shot gets fired really quick and you stick your leg out to try and defend it and deflect it into the goal. I mean, it's not as, it's not as bad as, I mean, it's definitely as embarrassing and especially two in one match, but. The odds of that. What's that? The odds of that have to be like astronomical. They're not actually. I twice though, twice the same guy. Oh no, that's that's pretty. That's, that's pretty rare. Yeah, that's yeah, the yeah, same guy twice. That's nuts. Yeah, not that I general, but just the same guy. It's what. Yeah, yeah, and the way that they, just so you know, Kyle, the way they determine if it's an own goal or not is essentially if the shot is off target and it hits a player and goes in, that's when it becomes an own goal. But like if the shot is on target and like someone sticks a leg out to, and it deflects and still goes in, they give that player the goal anyways. So oh, it has okay. to be an off target shot that only went in because it hit them. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah, you'll, see stupid, you'll see stupid plays where like a defender, like turns around and kind of ducks and it'll hit them in the ass and go the other way and go in. Like that's an own goal. So. Yeah. Interesting. See, I didn't know that. Person. Makes sense. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. But yeah, Nate, you're right. Liverpool sucks at scoring. It's kind of crazy. It is. Um, Did you say that Brentford won twice this week? Yeah. Those are my guys. <laughs> Love it. Uh, it's kind of crazy. Uh, I thought they would miss Mane. I didn't know they'd actually like legitimately not be a functional team without Mane up front. And Jot has been injured all season, so they're True. missing like a lot of their firepower. Um, right, and the guy that they brought in that's supposed to be replacing all the firepower, Nunez, the guy gets free all the time, and he cannot score. It's kind of crazy. I yeah, joked in our or, yeah, I joked in our group text. He's the new Timo Warner who was came over to Chelsea for a hundred million dollars and was this huge signing, and put balls off the post put balls off keepers like couldn't score to save his life and now darwin nunez is reliving that experience but for liverpool yep well two other teams uh who have turned the corner really well arsenal and united arsenal continues to dominate two more victories jesus is out gabriel jesus he's out but they have not stopped their scoring i mean if there's anything that you might criticize them on is uh their defense but they're just scoring so many goals their high press is is just working out so well for them and they look great and then also united they they haven't allowed a goal in uh post world cup break um although as you like to say who you play matters (laughs) they played right forest right they played yes wolves yeah, so, but hey, we saw Nottingham Forest destroy Liverpool today. So, no, that wasn't today. Nottingham Forest. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm thinking of Brentwood. <laughs> <laughs> Great name for the team. <clears throat> yeah, no, who you who you play for sure matters. I mean, not giving up a goal to Wolves is nothing to write home about. Um, De Gea did make some really good saves oh, in that match. No, Wolves Wolves are a different team under Lopetegui. Um, they've, they've looked great. They've, they won their first two matches again, who you play matters and then played United really well. I know you slept through your alarm, Chris, but, uh, it was a really good game. 
and Wolves looked good and had some great chances. And and De Gea made two just remarkable saves in that. Yeah. Game. Yeah. I watched the replay. Uh, it's not that I slept through my alarm. It's that I turned on the wrong alarm. I have a gym alarm to get me up at like 5 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. And I turned that one on and it doesn't go off on Saturdays. So, no. um, yeah, uh, super happy with United. Great start after the break. I was a little worried because they started the season slow. And then when they had the Queen's death break where they were off for a month, it took them a while to get back. Um, So I was a little worried, but Marcus Rashford's been on another planet. Best. He's got to be the best player in the premier league right now. I'm not saying he is the best player in the premier league, but no one's playing better than him right now. Um, So what he's doing is pretty awesome. And then just, I can't give enough credit to Eric Ten Hag and what he's done over the last six months. It's just uh, now dawning on me, Chris, that you pulled a Rashford actually <laughs> like Rashford also set his gym alarm apparently for the weekend. Kyle, you'll get a kick out of this. Uh, this is Marcus Rashford is one of uh, United's best players. One of England's best players. He's really a great, like, and seems to be just a great guy, but uh he wasn't in the starting lineup on Saturday and everyone was wondering like what happened. He was, and the comment was that it was an interdisciplinary issue. And this new manager for Manchester United, Eric Ten Hag has proven to be someone who doesn't care how good you are. He'll, he will bench you. And so uh, Rashford didn't start, came in in the second half, scored the game winning goal, but it came out later that he had slept through his alarm. So he uh, showed up to the, training ground late and bench for it you know i like coaches like that that's that's managers in why give a pass because you're good yeah managers in the premier league really i would say we've never made this equivalent before but i think managers in the premier league typically have about the same amount of control as a college football coach yeah like over personnel like how there's not there's not GMs in the same way there are in other sports. So the managers tend to have a much more much more say over uh, the players they bring in, which is kind of interesting. So the manager, like general, like there's a manager and a coach. Or the yeah. Same no, the manager is the coach. Like that's what you call him. The manager is the head coach, essentially, of the team. Okay, so we have so soccer uses a baseball term. Yes. Okay. Or baseball uses a soccer term. Fair enough. Probably more uh, like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you have no history here or context, Kyle, but Manchester United, one of the biggest clubs in the world as well. I know they uh, are. Exactly. Um, and you hate soccer, and you know who they are. So they've had – what's that? I know Arsenal is too. Or I've heard of them at least. There you yeah. go. Um, but they've, they had a horrible season last year, kind of have been down at the last year and a half had a, maybe a lucky season the year before they finished second, but they've had managers since their Sir Alex Ferguson, who was a legend in coaching left. And, uh, they finally hired a guy over the summer that is like, kind of seems like he's like a no nonsense, but very much loves the players, but like, you're going to do it my way. You're going to do it the right way. We're not going to play. And so it's like refreshing for all the United fans to finally have this like very good tactical manager in place who is also holding guys accountable, making them show up for training, like making sure they're involved. So I don't know if you heard Nate Ten Hag took over the all minor or like, um, what is it? The prep Academy now. Oh, wow. So, so he, uh, yeah, he announced this week that he's also now going to be running the prep academy. And, you know, he said it's it's for the, the fact that, you know, anyone who wants to be on the senior team, they need to be playing the way I want to play. And so the best way to do that is that they're going to implement my style across every division that we have. And he goes, he was saying, you know, on my way leaving at Ajax, I would be heading out to go home and our, our eight and nine year olds would be playing and I would stop and I'd sit there with them for a while and watch them play and coach them too. So he's like, that's how it's going to be at United. My footprint will be on everything. Love it. Yeah, I love it. It's great. That's great. 
So those are two teams playing well. We've already talked about Brentford, but the other team I want to just mention quickly is Fulham. Both those teams have just been playing remarkable, surprising. Brentford's now in seventh, uh, two wins this uh, since the World Cup break over Liverpool and West Ham. They've won or they've they've not lost six in a row. Their last loss was October twenty third. Um, Fulham up to eighth. They have they've had two wins over Southampton and Crystal Palace. So Brentford and Fulham both playing really well. Exciting to see young uh, newish teams to the Premier League play play so well. Yeah, I got a question. Yeah, you said the World Cup break. Yep, Chris. Like the all-star breaks, but it's, every, well, but it's only four years. <laughs> well, work? no. So this was like, this World Cup was such an anomaly because oh. typically the World Cup is in the summer, but because of the heat in Qatar, they went winter. So usually the World Cup would have happened during the off season. So it'd be like the World Baseball Classic. Qatar only wants to kill their migrant workers. They didn't want right. to kill fans and, and football players. So right, that right. was why they decided to do it in the winter instead of the summer. You still, the, the tents you could rent out per night to go there and watch the games? Those little uh, $200 night tents or whatever it was? With, like, no electricity? Oh, my goodness. Brutal. You should have um, gone, Kyle. The World Baseball Cup is a, a world, world Baseball Classic. It's a terrific analogy for me to understand what you're talking about. Yeah, that's great. Perfect. I will say we, we probably should at least touch just for a second on a game that you hated, Nate, um, because of where your wolves are sitting in the table. You need everybody to lose down there. But Everton somehow stole a point from Manchester City, a 1-1 draw on Saturday. Yeah. What a wild outcome. Nobody was picking that. Well, especially because Wolves beat Everton uh, earlier in the week. So, I mean, definitely not expecting uh, Everton to come out and and draw with with City. Absolutely not. Yeah, pretty crazy. Who's your team, Nate? Uh, Wolverhampton. We're currently in second to last place. Wolverhampton? And actually, they're a team that does have a mascot built into their name. We are Wolverhampton Wanderers. They could have just, wow, they missed Wolves. That was really easy. Well, they well that's our nick. That is our nickname, though, is oh. Wolves. And you can look at, the, I mean, our logo's Wolf. You can see it on my. Oh, what's the mascot, though? Not Wolves. What did you say it was? Wanderers. The Wanderers. Not bad. Better than the Commanders. Chris, yeah. what do you like? Uh, Manchester United. <laughs> Nothing. They are the Red Devils. But no one ever – you'll hear people call them the Reds as well. The Reds are coming. But a lot of teams use red. <clears throat> you'll never hear anyone call them the Red Devils. It's interesting, Chris. What's that? Does, but, is, but the name, it does exist then for you to say it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And if you look at their logo, they have a little guy with a pitchfork, oh. <clears throat> the little Red Devils in their logo. Um, I mean, and, and it is part of their, their history and everything. So – it is involved, but whenever anyone talks about it, you're not going to hear and be like the Red Devils. They played this, you know, it's Manchester United. Yeah. yeah. Chris, it is interesting, though, what you said about Everton drawing this weekend. Um, Wolves have had a very favorable, very favorable results from these first two matches because in that first match week, match week 17, every team 13 through 20, except for Wolves, lost. Yeah. And then, even since the break, the only team to win 13 through 20 is Wolves, and only three other teams drew. So it definitely has helped Wolves kind of put themselves in position where, you know, if, if Wolves were to beat Villa, they could jump as high as uh, 15th. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah, they could jump as high as 15th over Bournemouth if everything goes right. So, no, the Wolves have come out of the break with, with some good good results for them. Yeah, and 20. 20 teams total in the league, Kyle. And and now here's why, and we will you'll you're gonna figure this out soon, <clears throat> but we will talk a lot about the last like six or seven place teams in the league. It's because if you finish 18th, 19th, or 20th in the league, you get kicked out. 
And so you're not in the league next season. You, you get demoted you down do? to <laughs> the last, the bottom three teams, they get demoted down into the next league below the premier league. And then three teams from the lower league come up and replace them. That's wild. So every year there's three teams leaving and three teams coming in. And so like when you're picking a team that you maybe want to cheer for, you might want to stay away from like crappy teams or teams that struggle because they may not be in the league and you might find yourself doing a championship edition where you're talking about your team against, you know, the Brentwood blues instead of the Brentford bees. It's what makes the season so exciting though, is like, there's real stakes. There's not draft picks. It's not like you're like, Oh, well, that's actually good that we finished 20th. Cause we get, the highest position in the lottery. It's no, you're going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars by being demoted to the league below you. That's crazy. Chris, that'd be, or, and they, they, the, the nationals, the athletics and the reds are going down to the minor. That's right. Yeah. They're going to triple a <laughs> and, uh, Rancho Cucamonga quakes and the, the Reno aces. The Reno Aces and the Trash Dogs of Nashville or something are moving. Are moving oh, my up. gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Please make this They call it, baseball. like, the biggest promotion in sports because a team coming up nets around 170 to $300 million just by coming up. What? Yeah. yeah. It's, like, a the huge Rockets, deal. Spurs and the Thunder could go down to the G League. <laughs> yes. Dude, it's kind of how it is. Yeah. That's exactly uh, how it works. Amazing. So, my new favorite so, stuff. That's ridiculous. That? That's my new favorite stuff about soccer. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so hilarious. Promo- yeah. Promotion is a, is a big deal. And finishing 18, 19, 20 is catastrophic for a lot of clubs. Imagine Some you missed a bunch or one win. That's nuts. Yeah. Well, so there was a situation a couple of years ago where one of the teams was in danger of going down. And I, I, Nate, you'll have to help me out. I know I remember it was Aston Villa, but basically they had a goal scored against them that got called off because they said it didn't cross the line. So they ended up winning their match, getting the three points they needed and getting out of the relegation zone and staying up. And then the next year they brought in goal line technology that showed that that no, there was already goal line technology, Chris. The thing was, but- it was the first time in like 16,000 goals that it failed some ridiculous amount. Like it had never failed and it failed on this one goal and the team that it was against ended up staying up. So pretty crazy. And if the goal had been allowed, they would have gone down and another team would have stayed up. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. I do want to talk about just West Ham and Southampton suck real bad. They've lost <laughs> five. Both of them have lost five in a row, and they have just dropped. West Ham is now in 17th. They're tied with Nottingham Forest, only in 17th place by goal differential. And it's just for a team that finished seventh that last year that's playing in Europa to be sitting at 17th. I mean, they're in the final round of 32 in Europa, and – sitting in 17th in the premier league. So there, there's a lot of talk that David Moyes is in a lot of trouble. Yeah. He, he, well, Kyle, one of the things we have a couple segments that we feel like are geared towards guys like you. Um, one of those segments is red card where we talk about the red cards. Cause usually red cards are violent or ridiculous. So, so, uh, there were only two red cards over the last two match weeks. And both of them happened on crystal palace against Fulham. So they had two red cards. They were down. That means they played with nine men on the pitch. Um, Cause you know that Kyle, when you get a red card, you're sent off and you don't get to be replaced. I don't know if I knew that, but it makes sense. Yeah. So, um, so they finished that game playing 11 versus nine guys. Because they got two other guys got red cards in the game, which is pretty rare. That's pretty rare. So Tyreek Mitchell had the first one. He, he just had a violent, it's a violent tackle. He had kind of a, they call it studs up where his, yeah. And they weren't really, 
it was just a really late challenge. He went his, his studs right on the guy's uh, shin. So he got a straight red card and was set off. And then Tompkins got two yellows. So the other way you can do it is if you get two yellow cards in a match. Like two technical fouls in basketball, then you're ejected. That's exactly yeah. right. But you can't be replaced. Imagine that, a five-on-three <laughs> oh. game, five-on-four. Nuts. And it now it doesn't affect the team in the next game, but if you get a straight red card, you're suspended for the next three games. And what? if you get – yeah, so that pl- – so Mitchell has to sit out the next three games – that's a big that's a big penalty. Yep. And then if you get two yellows, which equals a red, you get a one game suspension. Yep. So how many games are in the season? 38. 38. That's all that's that equals a lot. <laughs> you yeah. think about it. Almost 10%, right? Yeah. Yep. Wow. The other, the other uh feature we have is American Watch. <laughs> That's where we, we talk about the Americans in the Premier League. But I'm just going to focus on one American, the oldest American in the Premier League. Tim Ream scored his first career uh, Premier League goal at the age of 35 for Fulham in that Crystal Palace game. So Tim Ream was uh, one of the center backs on the U.S. men's national team, Kyle. So he was, on the, he was in the World Cup. Okay. And Old Man River has been around for a while. Two seasons ago, the team he was on uh, was in the Premier League and they were horrible. And he was, he was like actually horrible. We made fun <laughs> of him terrible. regularly. And some, somehow between last season and this season, he's become the captain of this Fulham team. And Fulham's in seventh place or eighth place looking good. And nice. he's, he's the captain of that, that team. So he's doing great. Um, but Chris, Listen to this. Americans now with that goal, Americans have scored more goals for Fulham in the Premier League than all of the other teams in the Premier League combined. Wow. And that's mostly due to Clint Dempsey. Yeah. Clint I, Dempsey, I knew Clint Dempsey played in the Premier League. I knew Clint Dempsey played for, for Fulham. I did not know he's he scored like something like 70 goals in the, in his premier league career, a really amazing amount. He had 17 one season. Yeah. He wasn't just a hero for the Seattle Sounders. No, he was not. No, he was not. Who's the uh, Barry Bonds six or 70, 61 asterisk record holder for goals in a season. Like who's like the, uh, like most goals in the premier league, like in a single season. Yeah. I'd have to look it up. You I'm have looking any idea it up right now. Um, Alan Shearer, he's a he's a broadcaster, so you'll hear him. Um, and I think he played for uh, Newcastle. He scored 34 in a season, as well as Andy Cole. In, in a 38 game season. 34 in a 38 game season. That's a pace. Oh, no, but Alan Shear actually was when he played for Blackburn Rovers. And then actually uh, Andy Coles was with Newcastle, even though Andy Andy Cole was a Manchester United legend. That's a good pace. But if I'm being honest, Kyle, I think that record is getting broken this year because there's a guy, there's an alien playing for Manchester City named Erling Holland and he scored his 20th goal of the season already in 14 matches. Jeez. He's got three hat tricks already. I would say he's on a good pace to break that record. He is on unless he gets injured, he's gonna break that record. This kind of so you guys should you guys should um, integrate into your little podcast uh, like a like a countdown like a watch for the record breaking. (laughs) nice when we get closer we will we will we get closer to the playoffs um so may yes (laughs) chris any goals that you want to shout out um i know you love james james ward prouse's free kick always Uh, great like it's gotta suck when you're playing southampton who they suck as it is 
Um, but when your team just does something stupid and allows Southampton to get a free kick within like 30 yards, because he's probably going to bury it. Well, and it sucks worse that James Ward Ross used to be on Southampton. So now you're <laughs> like giving that up and you're like, shit, he's going to score this. <laughs> um, the other one yeah. was the Solly Marsh rocket. He scored one from so far out. It's one of those always rising hits the like from way deep upper left corner. Beautiful goal. Yeah, I missed that one. So I'm going to take your word for it. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? And we kind of we kind of flew over the United stuff, United Wolves match, which we yeah. normally would have spent more time. Yeah. Um, the Marcus Rashford disallowed goal. Yeah. Totally get it. I know it hit his hand and then went off his thigh. Unintentional. I get that they're going to disallow that every time. Yeah. Shouldn't the defenders be held to the same standard because Nathan Collins had a ball go off his hand while he was turning away yeah. in the box. That would have been a goal if it didn't hit his hand. Like those are the things that like frustrate me about VAR that I just don't get. Like, well, that's not a bar. How- that's not a bar thing. That's just a straight rules thing. Rules. Yeah, the rule is if a ball comes off your hand and goes in the goal, it's automatically disallowed. So there's just a straight rule about that where the uh, the defender one is more subjective. Which you could argue that it shouldn't be. I mean, it shouldn't be. There's arguments both ways though, because a lot of people, particularly defenders, <laughs> like who used to play defense, hate how harsh handball rule is against them now because it used to be more about the spirit of the law, not the letter of the law on a defender. Cause it's like, dude, shots are coming out. This so fast. Like the fact that players have to play with their hands behind their back. Now that's something that you never would have seen 10 years ago. That just, yeah. And so I think, yeah, I mean, we haven't been fans long enough to be able to really like, appreciate that distinction but i but that is the distinction is that the rule is any ball off your hand that goes in the goal is disallowed while the defensive one is a bit more subjective so yeah and then uh, last thing i'll say on the goals did you did you see earlier in the week where james war prowse kicked a penalty and it got saved and then he just got to tap it in yeah but how the hell does james war prowse miss a freaking penalty I know he can bomb one from 30 yards out, but yeah. Misses you put him right in front of the net with no one in front of him. And he hits this little dinker that this goalie saves and he has to go I, tap in. I did. Anyways. See that. All right. That's all I got on goals. Great. We already mentioned De Gea, but I think just the, his two saves one off a uh, Ruben Neves, beautiful free kick from about 30 yards out. Um, <laughs> great save. And then, one in the dying minutes, Raul Jimenez header rocket. I mean, it was pretty much right at him, but still it was so fast. Like yeah, two game saving change saves for him. So for sure. And that Neves free kick was a thing of beauty. It was, he's so good. All right. Well, let's give us some best bet recap. Yeah. 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 It's an easy recap. Uh, congratulations, Nate. And uh, I don't even know if we should mention Kyle Smith getting a win because I keep giving him Fulham whenever he doesn't tell us anything. And Fulham's freaking winning games consistently right now. So not sure how fair this is. But Nate took Arsenal plus 110. Again, anytime you're getting the best team in the league at, you know, essentially underdog value, you've got to take it. So good job there. Um, Kyle, we handed you Fulham plus 105. They pocketed you 105 again so and also tim uh you might be surprised to hear this took liverpool last week he nailed that one winning 31 dollars. while andrew took tottenham spurs gonna spurs they lost 2-0 yeah. and i was just shooting my shot taking leads over city which didn't happen so uh i'm still in dead last i'm at negative 841 dollars right now but Andy is getting closer and closer to me every week. Uh, actually, he's not getting closer to me because we keep betting the same amount. But he is at negative $783. Um, and then we've got Tim at negative $694. Nate, you are at negative 
nipping at the heels of Kyle at negative 305. So um, that brings us to this week. The guys that aren't on the podcast, Andrew's taking Aston Villa. Um, they are playing Wolves. They're playing Wolves. He's being a total asshole to you, Nate. Uh, taking <laughs> taking Aston Villa, Villa in the just, rival- Villa just beat his team's ass. So now he thinks <laughs> Villa is the best team in the world. Yes. So. <laughs> it's that's what happens when you're a neophyte and you pick a team four weeks into the season and think that they're the best team in the league yep. and then they lose to crappy teams and you think they're the best teams so uh it's understandable but that's also a derby isn't it isn't aston yes. villa a derby for you guys derby yeah so he's taking aston villa they're minus 110 meaning andrew can win about 90 bucks on that one um kyle is being handed Fulham again. We might need to stop doing this because they're a plus 210. Um, and that is actually really good money against Lester, who's finally playing pretty good. So that should be a good matchup. Uh, Tim, to no one's surprise, taking Liverpool. But that was for today's match, right? Did we That's give right. him today's match? We did. We, we told him, hey, we'll give you the odds on today's match. He took it like a sucker. And uh, they went out and got shit stomped in that game. <laughs> so uh, Tim's already lost his bet for this week. That's why he's at negative 694 already. And that brings us to you, Nate. Who are you taking? I'm not an asshole like Andrew. So I just take what I think's the best bet, which I actually think yours might be the best bet, Chris. Yeah. But I didn't want to uh, copy you. And so I talked what I thought was the next best bet, which is Tottenham over palace at plus 120 yeah that could be a really good bet other than tottenham just look like shit so who knows um i am taking what i thought was the best bet out there kind of like the anytime you can get underdog value on the number one team in the league i kind of feel like anytime you can get a good number against the worst team in the league, you've got to take it. So um, Nottingham Forest is a plus 270 against Southampton. We just went over how bad Southampton's been lately. Um, it's a home game for them. That is why they are the favorite. Um, and Nottingham Forest, it's not like they're exactly great. Um, but but Forest, just plus- drew, Forest just <laughs> drew with Chelsea uh, yesterday. Yep. So, I mean, and they've got a lot of talent. We know that about that team. They basically assembled a mishmash of up and good quality players players and old players, and they're trying to make it work. So they could turn the corner and that would, uh, I think it's a good bet. Yeah. So I love getting them at plus 270. And you know, what's crazy is um, Forrest got beat up by United earlier in this week. And I was watching all the post-game stuff, and um, they had um, Forrest's coach on, Steve Cooper, who, if you remember, I would take Steve Cooper in a drunken fight against most people because he looks like he's drunk all the time. But that was the first time I've ever heard Steve Cooper talk, and he is uh, he sounded very intelligent. Um, he talked a lot about what was going on at Forest, how hard it is to be, you know, bring on 20 something transfers and try and get them to play cohesively and what they're doing. And like just listening to him talk about the state of the club, I was like, I think they're going to be okay. I really do. He sounds like he has such a good soccer football head on his shoulders um, that he knows what he's doing. It just is going to take some time. They've had some bad injuries recently, too. Um, but I really do believe that he's the right guy for them. And I think they're going to be okay. Yeah. It'll, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, for Wolves sake, I hope they're not with that battling them for relegation. But if I take Wolves out of the equation, I would like to see Forrest do well. So they have two former Wolves on their team. So, yeah. So well, that is about- it. Oh, go ahead. No, as I say, that's it for best bet, man. We're all locked in for this week. Well, let's talk about match of the week. Uh, I think there's two matches to watch. One uh, is Arsenal-Newcastle tomorrow. That should be a remarkable match. And then uh, on Thursday, we have Chelsea versus City. Um, right. Which Chelsea versus City is the match, I think, Kyle, that you, you're going to try and watch this week, yeah? I don't know. I've been muted this entire time. I'm wondering why no one heard me. I just figured it out. Oh, shoot. I thought you'd muted yourself on purpose. No. 
Well, you turned your camera off, so I thought, oh, he's taking a dump or something. Oh, I, I doesn't want to no, uh, So uh, it's amazing. No, but yeah. no. Well, here, I, I was always here. I, I don't know why. I don't know. I was like, I was asking, did you guys give me a team, or I, I'm gonna pick a random? I don't want to be given one. I think my non-knowledge would be better than you giving me a team to bet against. So, so here's uh, what we'll do is we'll start. We'll get you in on the best bet starting next week. That's we'll, fine. You, you got to watch two matches before you're allowed oh, to be a part oh, of the best bet conversation. <laughs> but if there's one thing that you you do know about just in general is sports betting. So you're going to be a welcome addition to this. I do. And I was three in one of the bowl games, three in one of the bowl games today. So. There you go. Nice. So, but yeah. Um, you're right, Nate. Kyle is scheduled to watch the Chelsea versus Man City game. Uh, Kyle, that is going to be this Thursday at two o'clock. So maybe take a late lunch or pull it up on the laptop at work. Nice. That's a good thing about being your own boss. So, uh, but that's actually a really good match. I try to give you really good matches for like the first, at least like six, seven, eight weeks. Um, so that is a great match should be really good. The alien Erling Haaland that we were just talking about who scored 20 goals. He plays for Manchester city. They are probably the best team in the world right now. So they are just star studded, just all stars at every single position. Um, they were a nobody team years ago. And then a Saudi Arabian oil prince or someone bought them and just dumped millions and billions of dollars into them and has now created this just monster of a team. And they win the league a lot. So they're very... Chelsea, you said? No. What's that? Man City versus who? Manchester City. Yeah, Yeah, so it's... Yeah, they're playing Chelsea. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... And and Chelsea, you might enjoy... The U.S. is really good who got hurt in the World Cup in the... Exactly. I was going to say, Chelsea, you'll enjoy because they've got Christian Pulisic. That guy, yeah. At least least I know who he is watching a game, going into a game. Totally. Exactly. He doesn't always always start, though, so it's very frustrating for American fans um, because he doesn't always start, and he should. So Weird. Who's the guy with all the goals? Who's the alien? What's his name? Holland. Holland is the guy's name? H-A-A-L-A-N-D. Yeah, I don't forget that. Well, you won't forget it when you see him either. I mean, he really looks like the soccer version of Ivan Drago. (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) If Ivan Drago had a man bun, though. Yeah, if Ivan Drago had a man bun. But he does. He looks like a manufactured human. Okay. Yeah, you're either going to love him or hate him. And I I think you're going to hate him knowing you, which is great. If he dies, he dies. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. I'm down. All right, cool. Well, this is a wrap, gentlemen. As always, you can follow us on Twitter at Soccer Neophytes. Uh, I try and post about other soccer stuff, but mostly it's a lot of wolves. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say. Our website is SoccerNeophytes.com. Like us rate us subscribe to the podcast share it with your friends especially your friends who don't like soccer and let's get them addicted yep friends like kyle friends like kyle always friends like kyle hi boys well we'll see you next week all right guys take it easy yeah be safe